I hope everyone's ready for today's auditory journey. <laughs> because it's Halloween next week, so I'm pretty thrilled. I'm thrilled. What are we going to do? What are we doing? Are we doing anything? I don't know. Do you want to like get a Ouija board or something? <gasps> yes! Because it gives us a reason to go to Barnes & Noble I and buy a Ouija board. In, I haven't been in Barnes & Noble in months, so I'm ready. I would love it. Um, I would love to, to bless it and I would love to make it a, a nice tool mm -hmm. and not be scared of it or anything. I think it would be really fun. I want to hear some sounds. I want to hear some thuds. We'll, I wanna... we'll hear some thuds because I'm pretty sure there's fucking animals in our roof again. There are animals in the roof. <laughs> we need to call the fucking exterminators. Speaking well, of raising the roof. Speaking of exterminators, <laughs> welcome to the podcast. I'm Sammy. I'm Skylar. And this is Speaking of Which. Uh, I feel like we haven't done a proper intro in quite a while. I think we keep forgetting. We keep assuming that everyone... <laughs> if you're new here, <clears throat> that's how it goes. I feel like if you're new here, where did you come from? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I was talking to George uh, about podcasts. He's like, I need a new podcast to listen to. He's like, I just... He's like, I don't know really what I'm looking for. I gave for. him an incredible podcast to did listen you? to. And okay, I wonder this was just like recently. Maybe, I don't, whatever. Anyways, like a why day does he, ago. Why does he <laughs> hate me? You? Why does he hate you? <laughs> but anyways, he was like, um, he was he was asking, I was like, uh, well, what's the problem with some of the ones that you've looked at? He's like, well, it's just like, there's running jokes. Like I'll start it and I can't start all the way at the beginning because there's so many and then I'll start and there's like, these ongoing running jokes that like I just don't get where they start and I'm like oh fuck damn we do that damn we definitely do that every episode so if you're new here buckle uh, yeah, up buckle and up. just figure it out <laughs> start at episode one just go don't, for it that's a lot of commitment that is I a know. lot of commitment more power to you if you guys have done that we have days late. of content available D like weeks weeks of this content point. this is I think episode 81 is it really yeah and they're an that's hour not, long. That's not that's, weeks. That's just a few days. Just so you know. whatever. You can't you can't listen to it while you're sleeping. So and remember. Speaking of um, sleeping. What the hell was that? I don't know. What? It went do 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 do. It was like a notification. Where's your phone? It's in my pocket. What the fuck made that noise then? <laughs> was it your computer? It's right there. Is it on? No. But you know what? Let's not worry about it. It's just a ghost. You're like, you're like, Annie hears something. I know, and then, and then we, then we do, heard something. Like, oh, how dare they? How dare they? <laughs> oh my god. So you know, speaking of the devil. Speaking. <laughs> okay. I thought we would talk about Capricorn today. Oh, I love that. So the guy I've been seeing, mm -hmm. um, I finally got his time. You know, stocked his chart. Finally, yeah. He's got a Capricorn moon. We can't talk about his chart without him being here. He's got a Capricorn moon, and he fully. Oh, you gives... just like don't care. I don't care. <laughs> that's that's against. If you're gonna if you're gonna like cuddle with me, I'm gonna talk about your chart. Okay. You know that's just like publicly a given. on a podcast. Like it's Publi different if it's like just you and I. Like this no, this is, like... is if, if just so you know, if you're a boy out there and you want to cuddle with me, I will talk about your chart on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's fair. <laughs> so I. Found, you know, I was thinking about why is Capricorn the devil? So let's just dive right in. Okay. Why is Capricorn the devil? I don't think the Capricorn's the devil. So basically, you know, like Capricorn is definitely Capricorn the devil. is the sign assigned to the tarot card the devil. And okay, yeah. so I was trying to f figure out like where did that come from? Where does it stem from? Where did it come from? Where did it go? go? Where so did it come from? I found an article called Capricorn and the Devil. 
from esotero.com. And here's a little tidbit. For all our devilish Capricorns out this there. This is this person's interpretation. It seems like a lot of astrological, you know, a lot of tarot history is a little blurry. We don't know exactly what, you know, who did this, but, you know, we've exactly. got good guesses. So many intros of, like, tarot books, like, give the... Give like Conflicting the little, accounts. Yeah, like the little summary of like who started and where it was. And maybe it came from the Egyptians. And maybe it came from the Maybe it came from the gypsies. Greeks. Yeah, and like, then there was just, a family who had playing cards that ultimately turned into a way for you to have psychic... Yeah, no, yeah we don't know. We really don't So this know. is what esotero.com says. The devil is a rebel. I love that line. <laughs> okay. The devil is a rebel. A destroyer of order... A god of wild, uncontrolled fertility. Capricorn is associated with order and discipline and social status and hierarchy. At first glance, the two seem to be opposites. <laughs> Yet Capricorn is the sun sign associated with the devil. <laughs> Capricorn is... Asso- Bobby, Bobby, I told you that girl is the devil. Capricorn is associated with social class and order, yes but not necessarily the accepted established one. I thought that was interesting. That's true. Capricorns are like the goat. Oh, wait, I'm reading that weird. Capricorns are like the goat, often thick-headed and sometimes confrontational, and will try to change the society around them to fit their view of what order looks like. Capricorns are associated with the yin polarity, making them passive and introverted, but that does not mean that they cannot initiate change and flip the order of things head over heels. One's sheer force of personality can be enough to initiate an action to change the world. I love that because it's very interesting to have... Like, I don't have really that much Capricorn in mail around me, but my mother has a Capricorn moon, my mm-hmm. grandmother on my dad's side has a capricorn ascendant which is very prominent um and then now i have a stepdaughter who's a capricorn and the capricorn that comes out in female archetypes especially with strong willed which i'm gonna say if you have capricorn in your major placements at all you will be a strong willed female of some sort um but it's interesting to see the dynamic coming from like a mother or like a like mother or crone archetype teaching or bestowing me or trying to control me Mm -hmm. um from and then also having like a stepdaughter who like i had to help raise um and michaela is so capricorn it is fucking ridiculous and she runs shit and whether she is even thinking that she's trying to or not she makes the situation her bitch and if it doesn't she just completely denies that she's in that situation (laughs) and she just finds a different one like she is very strong-headed very strong-willed but she will be successful because she does she's non-stop of what she's she's gonna get what she wants which in was part of a lot of the struggle with you know Mm. trying to raise her as a as a step parent or i'm sure even as a parent from her mom and i know george but all of the times where it was difficult, I know that we were all looking at it like this particular situation was really fucking irritating, but also we kind of liked it because we know like how strong will she is. Um, but yeah, I've seen that in Capricorn from both ends. 
mm-hmm. but not from like really any like male like i don't think i know i'd say the guy i'm seeing is the first male i know with a major capricorn placement in this chart yeah i mean i talk about my mom's moon but i don't my mom made makes lists for her lists and it's not in a virgo way it's in a like this is the way we will do things not if i don't have these done in a particular order i'm gonna freak out it's like no these are my rules this list is my law yeah. that i'm making you know what i mean um got a hammurabi's code yeah and you know i i see a lot of virgo and capricorn crossovers when i don't have more context like if i am on the fence of what somebody's sign is and i'm getting energies from them like i might go to virgo first just because like i have so many virgos in my life but i see a lot of crossovers with capricorn and virgo and i know that mm-hmm. we had talked about him having, he's got a leo rising having big virgo energy and again it's capricorn mm-hmm. um what do you think so, about Leo rising with a Capricorn moon? I just don't even know what to do with those. It's so... I think that's a really interesting combo. And if anybody else is out there, it really will depend on your sun sign and obviously the rest of the placements of, of your chart if you know it. But I think that's an interesting thing because Leo ascendants can really command a lot of attention whether they want to or not, which most of the time they want to and they don't... Absolutely. Even if they don't know it. They want to be seen. They want to be like, don't look at me. Admired, you know? But the Capricorn moon can be quite reserved and quite not secretive per se, but more. I feel like Capricorn. Private. Like it's. Capricorn and the moon, like hides behind the other placements it becomes like secondary yeah it's not like they don't want to share themselves it just feels like it's a waste of their time like they could be doing something more efficient with their time than letting you in you know <laughs> like it's but then they want to be admired so i feel like that's i mean they're that's that's it's it's an interesting dynamic what did you think about what, what they were he saying was a, he's a taurus though right yeah taurus that's those are those are some interesting, interesting placements. Pla- I'll say interesting. I would right? I would beg to say very challenging placements together. I know Taurus, Libra, Capricorn, and even if you were to like switch those, it might like. My grandma always says there's no good placement for the moon. Okay, I don't agree with that, but I know why she says it. It's because when it comes to your emotions, it's really sensitive and and it's something that really I think. A lot of people have more challenges with than say their ascendant or their sun or even their mercury or their venus or whatever you know i think the moon is something that until you really get a grasp on it it's most of the challenges that we have um and each sign in the moon sign is has a lot of challenges yeah but we've talked about like the ones that have maybe an easier time thunder libra taurus uh definitely not virgo virgo is a struggle in in a a moon sign and i I feel for we've we've had conversations about that Mm y'all imogen imogen hey imogen we love you she's got a virgo moon um send that girl a prayer but um there's really great things to every sign but i i'd say 
What Capricorn is, moon so, is a powerful fucking sign. Agreed. But mixed with Leo and Taurus, that's so, rough. But bringing it back to the devil. Oh, okay. I thought we were talking about your guy. I mean, we'll come back to him. Okay. If it, you know, if we find this the time. This is just like a segue. Okay. It's a segue. So when it comes to the devil, yeah. I thought it was interesting what they said. Technically, these energies are opposite. Yeah, I'm sorry. There's like creaks all over the house now. And I'm not that aware of what's going on. They're just like very loud. I've got full body chills. Really? Why does this always happen during the podcast? It doesn't. It's literally just recently. Okay, that was the AC. That was the AC. Out. Okay, we're good. So when it comes to the devil, okay. people are trying to talk about the devil. <laughs> and I don't know why. But I like, don't know why. Every time I say the devil, there's like noises. <laughs> Can I just have a moment of peace? Can I just have a moment with my devil? <laughs> So, let me read that again. Okay. At first glance, the two seem to be opposites. Yet, you know, Capricorn is the sun sign associated with the devil. Capricorn associated with social class and order, but not necessarily the accepted and established one. So, let's think about Capricorn in this abstract way. You know, uh, Capricorn ruled by Saturn. You know, Mm -hmm. Saturn growing up, getting things done. Oh, God, like, we haven't talked enough about fucking Saturn I know. And Capricorn. Everyone, please just plug your ears, but I gotta work no, my way through this. No, it's the year of Capricorn. They can fucking they can buckle up and deal with it. Because we're going to be talking a lot of Aquarius next year, so... Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. So... This, like, society. This concept of society. We live in a society. All right. Let's think <laughs> about life right now. So, How living is like life. So Capricorn's, and I've read this before, Capricorn is one of the signs associated with the concept of society and functioning society. What do you think about Capricorn also representing unconventional society? Like, do you, I, I know that's very vague, but like, what are your... That's, to me, Aquarius. That's Aquarius? Yeah, so I that's know, like, and I think that's really interesting because they border each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it goes Capricorn, then Aquarius, and especially when you, you don't, I'm trying to get out of the habit of associating the houses with the signs because that's the way I was taught and I don't want to say that anymore, but I know a lot of people know that, that sort of like ABC astrology so when you think about the 11th house versus the 10th house, it does kind of equate to a lot of Aquarian and Capricorn energies. And so, you know, when you have planets at transit or even in your charts when they're right next to each other, it's almost as if you deal with issues pertaining to societal structures, laws, rules, regulations. And then when it moves, it's still on groups friends organizations Mm -hmm. societal underdogs and the minorities so that whole chunk Mm -hmm. of you know the the chart or even the the zodiac lineup it is dealing with it but i think it's interesting because i feel like they are very different sections of that do you feel like the devil and capricorn are a good mix for each other yeah i like i like that that placement is there i think that's it's like a you didn't tell me what this was about beforehand so like this is a great topic but like i also feel kind of unprepared because i feel like i could say a thousand things so why don't what do you think about it as you're researching it like as i was researching it very vaguely um i learned things i read words yeah 
I can't really remember oh God, you're literally useless. a Anyways. single thing. <laughs> okay, let me ask you a different question. What do you, how do you associate and what do you connect when you think of the devil card? Um, like, like what sorts of things are the first mm-hmm. keywords that normally come up? Not always, because every yeah. time you deal with a tarot I, I card, just, I, I think of like hedonism. Okay. I think of... Uh, choices that you make solely for yourself whether good or bad like uh not giving any thought to anybody else okay i think of structures that we make for ourselves and structures that we're put in and they can be like toxically good or like unbelievably terrible like i just the devil is both sides of every coin it's either an extreme uh, in both ways Mm -hmm. i think uh I think it represents, yeah, and what what she said in that article, just like un, uh, untamed fertility, mm-hmm. you know. So like obviously like sexual prowess, uh, you know. Just it's one of my favorite cards. Yeah, me and, too. Uh, it's one just, of my favorite signs. And it's just one of my so. But, but again, talking about those things, I don't immediately relate them. Everything to Everything that you said. As very stereotypical Capricorn, like you said, society structures, societal structures that you put in place, mm-hmm. you know, um, thinking about making decisions based on just solely yourself, which is a challenging trait that could come up with Capricorn. Like, let's talk about the very stereotypical thing that comes up with Capricorn a lot. They're the CEOs or they're the, they're the ones that are creating the structures and the, creating the rules and, and everything. They're the politicians. They're the lawmakers. They're the uh, uh, authorities that, you know, govern the law of and any then sort. And it's weird because those people but, are also ironically the ones that get caught up in prostitution. They're the ones that get caught right. up in drug and addiction. And so you they're look at when the big thing to me that connects... Capricorn and the devil is power. Mm -hmm. And it depends on the way that it's used. And I think that there are a couple other signs that really lend itself towards connecting towards the devil as well. I think uh, Scorpio, (laughs) Gemini for sure. Um, Gemini has got like the, the manipulativeness that the devil can kind of play with, but I don't think it has the machant. Gemini isn't about power so much as it is like trickery, mm-hmm. um, which the devil can take on. But it's more it, of a troll than a, than the devil. It's more of like a Loki oh. aspect. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but the devil is. I mean, have you have you seen the show Lucifer at all? Um. Yeah. So long ago. Okay. Um, Season one. He's hot. I do yeah, remember that. Yeah, Capricorn is daddy. We have a fucking Oh, yeah, Capricorn is daddy. I forgot about that. labeled that. But there's definite power that comes along with Capricorn. And with great power comes great responsibility. And you can have a Capricorn that is leading the way for masses of people mm-hmm. um, and pulling the reins or whipping at those who are pulling the trolley themselves. It really is... Depending on which way it goes, but I so, love it. I do you want to hear some spooky facts about society? Always. So I thought these were very Capricorn mixed with the devil. Okay, like, I've been I, I've been drinking a lot of tea. You so gotta go pee really yeah, fast. Yeah, I gotta go pee. I'm okay, gonna pause, pause it. it. Okay. 
Okay, Capricorns. I love that we're just like 20 minutes in and I already can't yeah. go to bed. Anyways, thanks for the pause. So to all of our Capricorn listeners, I'm going to need you guys immediately to get to fucking work and fix these facts. Mm-hmm. So again... They're you, trying. You want to know what's scary? What are you doing? Do you want to know what's scarier what? than ghosts? Real life facts. <laughs> so, statistics. Statistics. Created so, by people who, I don't know, did the research. Yes. So this is an article from facts.com written by... Oh, that's... <laughs> written by a man oh, named Air Khan. Here's some facts from, from facts.com. It's it 10, 10 screwed up facts about modern society. Fact one. According to survey, over 100 million people are homeless worldwide and 1.6 billion people live in inadequate shelters. That is horrifying. That's horrifying. Fact two. Okay, what are you doing? This is not scary. This is depressing. No, it gets scarier. Okay. Fact two. More people in Africa have access to cell phones than they do water or electricity. According to a report repaired, uh, prepared by um, Afrobarometer, 93% of people living in Africa have a cell phone, but only 60% have access to water. Holy fuck. Holy fuck. So th- that got me thinking of, you know, imagine making money. Like, these people were sold phones. So, like, they're, it, that whole situation is just, oh, my God. Fact three. The... <laughs> <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> Fact three. The 100 richest people in the world earned enough money in 2012 to end global poverty four times over. Yeah, I believe that. I think... I think I've heard statistics like that before. Um, to me, while there is excessive wealth and people dying from starvation, it is a crime against humanity. Yeah. To fucking, hoard wealth Let's like start that. with transphobic fucking J.K. Rowling. Give some to the fucking... If, yeah, just her just alone could literally. probably like lift a whole nation out of Actually, poverty. I have heard like even before we knew that she was literally a monster. Mm-hmm. Um, she did like donate a lot. I think there's actually something out there that was like she was the first person to go from billionaire to millionaire because of how much she donated. Oh, okay. Um, but that was also probably like a decade ago. Anyways, I digress. Fact four. Ooh. On average. 20,000 people starve to death every single day on planet Earth. That gave me chills. Fact five. This is really fucking... Like, it's good that you're giving us these facts, but also, like, this... What are you doing? So, fact five. Uh, Because, you know, we can't live in our privilege bubble. We gotta know these things. No, I know, but it's just, like... You don't give me any fucking (laughs) foreshadow or It all ties in. All right. Fact five. In China, 60 million left-behind children grow up without their parents. Basically, the parents have to leave their children behind in the village and go to the city to work. That's fucking horrible. I know. The way that that's all set up is just a mess. Six. This one's spooky. Antibiotic resistance will kill 10 million people per year. What? So you know how like antibiotic resistance is like already among us. So let's say you got syphilis again. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have syphilis. I know. uh, Basically, now right now you you, at this point we just take penicillin for it and it goes away. Okay. But once you expose a bacteria over and over and over again to an antibiotic, eventually the only ones that are left are the ones that are resistant to penicillin. You know, evolution. Gotcha. 
And then eventually, there will be no more antibiotics and we'll all die. Woo! Or they'll have to create new ones. It's very difficult to do. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Fact seven. We throw out 1.3 billion tons of food a year. Got edible it. food. Oh, this one makes me... F which is one third of all the food produced in the first place. It just goes straight into the trash. That's disgusting. Fact eight. This one's just kind of interesting. It's not even sad. The world's population reached 1 billion in 1804. It took 123 years to increase to 2 billion. However, the increase from 2 billion to 3 billion took only 33 years. And then 3 to 4 billion took 14 years. And then in just a little bit less than that, we went up to 5 billion. So we're just, it's exponential. Like suddenly there's going to be 2 trillion people. And then fact nine. Long-lasting mental health is not normal. Only 17% of 11 to 38-year-olds experience no mental health disorders. Yeah, I mean, we all have something yeah. to struggle with, right? Damn, but that was a low number, only 17%. So, like, well, like wellness isn't necessarily the norm. And then... Um, and then if people wanted to look that up, I, I didn't make the note. Which but it's is why mental health is health. Yeah, health, study like. out of New Zealand or something. Google that. New Zealand, 17% mental health. Okay. And then fact 10. Last fact. Cybercrime damage will cost $6 trillion every year by 2021. Cybercrime damage? So like when people hack into your bank account yeah. and steal all your money. Yeah. So, uh, but just to put that number into context, yeah. that's a lot. Like that's... That's Almost huge. our whole GDP of the wealthiest nation in the world. Right. Just that, just in crime, it's unimaginable, the scale. Yeah, fucking identity theft and fucking... Identity theft is no joke, Jim. It's not. <laughs> they came and they took everything I had. I know, that's like one of my worst nightmares. But then okay, I take my bank account and then I'm like, what are they going <laughs> to take? I was going to say, what, literally... <laughs> Like, whenever I go to, like, a restaurant, I'm like, oh, let me unlock my card. And then I unlock my card so all 75 of my dollars are safe to spend. I'm like, okay, <laughs> who am I kidding? Like, oh, my God. Thank God it's still there. So, those are my spooky facts. Wow. All right. So, it's tying together to... It didn't. I just wanted you to let me read the facts. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, I love getting checked on my privilege, um, I... Mm -hmm. I love also heads up on that so now do you just feel more, sad yeah not a little bit you want to pull a card about capricorn or something sure let's do that um so here's a card that you can pull for yourself okay what aspect of capricorn associated with the devil do you struggle the most with that's the t hardest question of all time. I don't time. know why I was blacking out and like thinking about the next thing I was going to say. <laughs> Can you just Smooth. fucking say that again? <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, give me your favorite attribute of Capricorn really fast. My favorite attribute? Uh, uh, ambition. In what area of your life do you actually have too much ambition? But pull a card. Oh, oh. You know, maybe you in what area do I have too much ambition? Like so much ambition that it actually like, is like humble yourself, humble or yourself. like maybe like it's clouding your vision. It, yeah, or? something is off the rocker. Something's devilish about it. The intentions aren't right. You know, the ambition is too off. Too much ambition. I don't know if that's like a struggle of mine. So we'll see what comes up. Could be anything, you know? I feel like I could use a bit more ambition. 
Maybe you're really ambitious about something you don't even realize and the cards are about to just totally tell you. Getting in a size zero pants? Yeah. <laughs> just getting out of my body. Yeah. I'm trying to think. ASMR. It's pretty good. Knight of Swords. Wow, I'm a bit ambitious I, with the way that I fucking talk, huh? Yeah, that's pretty fucking ambitious. Um, no, I... I can already see what that is for you immediately. Okay, I didn't ask you to fucking read It's me. just so obvious. How can you not see it immediately? I think there's like multiple things that are coming <laughs> to my mind. I think I'm overambitious in the way that I overthink things. Like, I think that <clears throat> I become too... This is just such a fucking mer mercury bullshit but like i will get excited about something and want to do a project but i will just fucking go over it and over and with actually with anything in my life not even a project just like relationships friendships whatever i will literally like hundred and thousand percent over what i need to be with the way that i think i communicate i plan and then there's like no fucking follow through on like a lot of the shit <laughs> like it's such a gemini mood but go ahead. What do you think it is? There's more that comes up oh, with absolutely. that. Oh, absolutely. Um, no, everything you said was, you know, that's great. Um, let's see. I thought you said There's you knew. The, no, oh, I'm, so why well, are you backpedaling? You, back you just stole the words no, right No, you're afraid to say it. Go ahead. I'm afraid to say anything. I'm, this is A my, little bit. This is the podcast. A little bit. I, you're blushing. I'm, me? Jerusalem? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um... No, I, you know, I do think that when you get ambitious about something, you have that initial investment of yeah. ambition. Yeah. And it's like totally overwhelming. It is. And then... I become like obsessive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it like just pitters out <laughs> but or... But see this Knight of Swords, you're, you are taming the horse, you're riding it, and then the horse goes off in front of you. It got so fast you fell off. Yeah, I really do. Or I like kind of just like my, my, my ass gets chapped so i slow the horse down and i'm like all right let's just fucking slow our roll for a second take in the scenery um i equate that a lot to my grand earth trine uh as soon as i get a whiff of ambition and fucking inspiration excuse me and the the air sign and a little bit of fire and fucking let's do some shit uh my earth trine goes like okay well i'm like kind of tired um <laughs> so also how long is this gonna take? Mm, is this really worth the commitment? Like, okay. Which I think I've learned about myself that if I really wanna do something, saying it out loud and telling other people is my best bet because I'm able to have some accountability. Even if somebody's not holding me accountable, I am more accountable because I know that I've almost like agreed to it with other people which is why i think gemini's are so flighty because they never want to agree with anything because they know that they won't follow through <laughs> and if they do agree with it that means they have to follow through absolutely i'm very much You're ambitious that, about ambition i i am very attracted to ambitious people 
And George has said before that one of the, like, the thing that he likes about me the most is how ambitious I am. He never says that I follow through. It's not like he's, this is, he didn't say, like, I love how you're ambitious and yeah. you do it. But he just loves, like, the ambitious energy that I have and, like, the things that I do. But, um, yeah, so that's why when you were like, what's, where do you have too much ambition? It's like, do I actually have too much ambition? Because to me... You can have all the ambition that you want, but if you're not actually fucking doing anything about mm-hmm. it, then it out, does it not count? I don't think it counts. I guess on the flip side, anybody can be too quote unquote ambitious about anything. Like it's yeah. out of their reach. Right. Like I'm like, sure. I just get like fired up about things. And yeah. Then I become obsessed and then I get fucking bored. Yeah. Well, when I pick something, it, you know, it takes me a while. I like to walk around things, poke them with sticks. And then once I'm invested, I, it's it's latched on to me. It's not going anywhere. I'm I'm invested. Yeah. So I'd say that's that's my difference. Like imagine this Knight of Swords, but okay. like at the beach poking a jellyfish, and that's me. Yeah, I would say you definitely. You have spurts of the energy that that this brings, mm-hmm. but it's definitely in a different way. Like, like how's your your Mandarin coming? My Mandarin yeah. Chinese. Did you? Are you still doing it? So what's so funny about that is, <laughs> is that you gave up. It's not that I gave up. It's that um, well, you know, um, uh, we're t- uh, we were on a break. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I'm not trying to like call you out in so that the, way. Really, so like, I'm trying to give an no, example. No, the thing about like, the thing about languages. Okay. And this, okay, is, okay. The, the, and this has always been my struggle. I is I jump between them yeah. and like. So the the constant mainstay has always been French, right? Uh-huh. And so that's always my anchor. My, like, okay, I, I know I'm good at this. I'm going to hang out here. And then I build up my confidence there. Mm-hmm. And then I jump ship. I'm like, okay, yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready for round two to do something else. And then as soon as I start to get scared there, I jump back to anchor. Yeah. And so I'm like, how can I drop anchor somewhere else and not have to jump back there for a confidence boost so like that's something because it's really disheartening to be passionate about something and be terrible at it and that's like you're not terrible at it you're right i'm amazing but (laughs) it's like (laughs) i I, i'm one of those people that loves to be good at something immediately but as soon as i'm good good at something i'm bored with it so yeah that's big mercury energy and it's so it's it's a constant battle yeah and that's the that's that's why mercurial people i think love languages you can technically spend your whole life and never master it. Yeah. And that's the ultimate dream for mm-hmm. that kind of topic. Yeah, getting uh, ad- addicted or like obsessed with a project that or a hobby or something where it's like completely different every time mm-hmm. is the best bet for mer- mercurial people, especially Gemini, because I do think that Virgo has that grounded earth that kind of helps them stay a little bit more focused on things. Um, but why I brought that up is like another example of like that. Those are situations in which I've seen you get like super passionate and like, mm-hmm. you know, you like, you're like all in like every, you're like every night I'm going to learn like part of my language. And, and it's like, you get really excited and mm-hmm. a lot of people do this. Okay. It's not just Mercury everyone does people. this people. Yeah. But it's, it's just an example of like, Sometimes we get really excited about something and then actually going through with it is fucking hard. All right, mm. you pull a card now. 
You pull a card for... Um, I've got my Halloween deck. I want you to pull a card for the devil in regards to... Because one of my favorite things that the devil card is about and what I really see is addictions. Because we talked about like mm -hmm. being addicted or obsessed with something. Um, and like the ties that bind us. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of the times the devil is addictions that feel like they have us by the neck, but really we're in control of them. So what's something that you're addicted to that you I have need a Pisces ascendant, about? so I'm addicted to anything I've ever touched. Yeah. Okay. Well, what's something that you need to talk about or focus on right now that you can <laughs> spill tea with for the fucking podcast? Okay. Wow. Just really send me in there, huh? Send me into the trenches. Okay. Huh? You're like... Where do you have too much ambition? I'm like, that's yeah, okay, little, let's fucking do something better than that. What most... are you addicted to? And spill the tea. I, I am so good to you. And <laughs> I'm not... so good to you. I'm, you like, are. I, I literally set you. How am I, I not? No, I set you up to like be like, I'm too, I'm too ambitious with my ambition. You know. <laughs> my, my weakness is that I just care too much. You know, and then. Like, <laughs> What are your strengths? Well, I'm, I have to say that I just care too much. I just care too much. <laughs> so no, what? What do you, no, what are some addictions or what's something so like, that what's like... What's something I'm currently addicted to that is just like... It, 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 this, this, whatever I'm about to pull needs to be outside of my awareness, Tarot. Okay. Why? Is what you're in awareness of right now things that you don't... You don't have to talk about anything you don't want to talk about. Um, hello, Although also, podcast, like, fucking obviously. talk about it. I will kill you. you know? Oh, nice. Oh, yikes. <laughs> <laughs> I love conflict. I love... <laughs> oh, no. Are you okay? Yeah, I just hit my fucking head. Oh. So, um, I got... <laughs> I got the five of swords. Love that for you. The na 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 boo boo card. Na 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 boo boo. <laughs> like I beat na 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 boo boo. I beat you. Okay, so yeah. Um. Oh, you're addicted <laughs> to fucking winning. I'm addicted to winning, and we we done new, right? Yeah. I'm very competitive. I like to win. Yeah. All right. I don't know what sign in me. I don't know what childhood issue I have. <laughs> <laughs> but I like to win. Mm -hmm. And in fact... Um, Did your parents always let you win things? Never. Maybe that's part of the problem. Okay. I, I, you know? Because, like, if we were playing basketball, like, with dad or whatever, yeah. you know, like, if we're dribbling, he will bounce it right off my head and, like, yeah. make the basket. Like, he's there to win. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> he's he ain't a punk-ass bitch. He's like, a punk-ass bitch. He's gonna get showed up by a seven-year-old for I'm thinking, sure. Also, you are probably awful at basketball. So, um, Imogen and I actually had a conversation about this a few days ago where we were, um, her and I, like, we like to study together yeah, and, like, that. share facts. Yeah. But her and I get very competitive. Oh, okay. Like, with what we know yeah. and, like, facts and, like, our deep... Wow. Virgos wanting to, like, battle about their, how smart they are. So, wow. we battle about how smart we are. And then, and then you know, <laughs> every, every once in a while, we like to shadow check each other right love that and we're like okay is that part of the competition though absolutely okay. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for it's noticing it's like when someone when someone gets too much you're like oh wow are oh. you trying to be smart much like i know we, I would we, really we check like to your, cut check each other up a slice of humble pie okay but we like to really do it scathingly do it so that you feel good about yourself oh yeah okay, okay it's good. so toxic i love that <laughs> Page, oh, we're both on absolutely the, the same page. Problem? Like I revel in it. Okay, great. And so, yeah, definitely addicted to that feeling of being right. 
it's funny because it's I like winning battles. I'm not interested in winning the war for nope. some reason. That's, yeah, because I won't let you win the war. That's just beyond my scope. Yeah. Skyler likes winning battles, yep. right? And yeah. if I can return to my people and say, we've won another one. The war's not over. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but today was a good day. <laughs> I think more about the five of swords um, in terms of conflict. Or addictions. Uh, it's... In the way that I'm addicted to conflict. Yeah. Uh, so let's say, like sometimes, like okay, like when you are out of town and yeah. I have the place to myself. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god, I am just gonna have the best time. I'm mm-hmm. gonna lounge. Yeah. It's gonna be amazing. But and, you miss me nagging you. Yeah. Well, you know, and then I just kind of sit there and I'm like, well, actually, what am I gonna do? Yeah. You know? And so I just kind of have these weird conflicts with myself. Yeah. And it's almost like, that's the fun part. And it's very strange. Yeah. It's very um, bizarre. It's very outside the realm of healthy. <laughs> and, and then yeah. <laughs> so I like to just lay there and waste all my time. Yeah. And just like fight with myself about what am I going to do? I don't know. Maybe I should do this. Maybe I'll do that. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the day's over and I've done nothing. <sighs> my addiction is that I'm just, God, in conflict with myself to be productive. I'm just too ambitious. I'm just too, <laughs> I don't know. I guess I'm just like so in conflict about like doing things. I know. I know you are. I love that. So, and, um, so that was fun. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, So, um, yeah, that was fun. If you wanted to, I, um, I was on Reddit and I was going through ghost stories like from the last 20 days. I tried to find the most recent ghost stories I could. Mm -hmm. Like true ghost stories. And they're all about a paragraph. Do you want to hear any of them? And we can maybe see how you would handle it. Okay, for sure. I just thought of something though that I feel like I should bring up. Is that we... um, I don't know why this just came to my mind when you said ghost stories. We uh, have friends that are in Alabama. Uh, It's George's childhood best friend. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, we stayed with them a couple times, uh, and we love them. I love staying with them. They're they're great people. And we always stay in this guest bedroom upstairs. And the first time, which would have been like five years ago now, that we stayed in there, I was really comfortable in this bed and like really, really like grounded and at peace in this bedroom. Mm-hmm. And I was about to go to bed, and I literally felt this like thick woman motherly or grandmotherly presence like just quickly like fill the room and then I felt someone sit on the end of the bed and George was with me he was already asleep and it was so vivid and it like the end of the bed like like creaked and I felt like someone sitting on the bed and then I felt you know how like parents or grandparents do this thing where they like tuck you in underneath your legs like a burrito snug as a bug in a rug oh is that what it is <laughs> okay. that's what it's called okay well whatever uh <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i like my dad would do it and he'd be like yeah you're a, a burrito now like anyways oh my God. yeah i know <laughs> you were deprived i was um, snug as a bug in a rug yeah so literally i could feel someone doing that to me but i was not scared i was like so like happy and felt very protected Mm -hmm. and then i like instantly went to sleep and i was really afraid to say anything to them about it um just because like i this was like the first time i really met them and i didn't want to freak them out 
and they're like pretty religious and I, but they're so open minded. But like I just room. yeah, I was like I want no, I wanted to be like so like any sort of cool things happen in this house, uh, you know, like, you mm-hmm. know. But they had just moved into that house. And what's weird is we had we have just recently stayed with them again in the same house in the same bedroom. And I walked into the bedroom and I was like, "That's fucking right. I never said anything about this." And um, what's weird is that the two daughters um, they had uh, the one is off to college. The other one had some friends over while we were there, and I heard them talking. Yeah, I know. There's creaks now. I heard them talking about the ghost that lives in that upstairs part. I just got chills. And I was like, oh, no fucking way. Like, the daughter was like, oh, yeah, that's the ghost. And I think she said, like, a male name, but I want to be like, honey, it's a female. But, like, she was like, oh, yeah, there's, like, a ghost. And he's, like, in the bathroom a lot, which is literally, like, right next to the guest bedroom we were staying in. And I still forgot to fucking say something to them that that had happened to me. I don't know. And I was just like, I never said that to anyone and I never brought it up. And when you were like, yeah, let me talk about ghost stories. I was like, let me just get this out of my chest. What's weird is that the daughter um, that was talking about the ghost to her friends that like lives in the upstairs. uh, I told her about the podcast because she has she does like Mm -hmm. shown interest in tarot and all that. So, hey, uh, you're probably you might be listening to this. Yo, uh, give me a call if you are. Let's talk about that. Sorry, I forgot to tell you guys, but I definitely can confirm that there's a ghost in your upstairs and they're very nice and they treated me really well. So that's that. You know, I was reminded of a story earlier today, and this is so random. Okay. My brother and I are both in high school in this story. Okay. And we're on my balcony. I had a private balcony off my bedroom because I was rich. (laughs) And so... The keyword in that was. Was rich. (laughs) And so him and I are sitting on this balcony. It's real nice. It's a beautiful summer night. It's a clear sky, and it's a full moon. And we were both looking up, admiring it, whatever. We were, we were, we somehow noticed the moon. We're talking about it, and him and I look at each other, and there's no porch lights on or anything, and we're just talking, and we look up at the moon, and I, I can, I do not know how to describe it to you. And when him and I get together, we always mention this. Really, this black bar, like a, like a sensor bar. Mm, oh a glitch like appeared in the matrix appeared over the moon yes and uh, it was it was thin but it was thick enough to notice it literally looked like somebody took a piece of like Sensor. tape and really? put it uh, partially over the moon and we were looking at each other and we we're like looking at the moon we're like because your first thought is always like well what I is am that in the truman show yeah your first thought is well what is that yeah. and so so um, I went into my room and I have a pair of binoculars that are like decoration binoculars. But and then I was like, I wonder if these work. Anyways, they did. And so weird room. Anyways, so we have these binoculars. And when we looked through the binoculars, it wasn't there. Yeah. So we looked at the binoculars at the moon and the moon looks normal. Mm-hmm. But when you would pull your binoculars down, there was a black bar across the moon Oh, it wasn't like it flashed. It was like there for a while. It was there. It was just there stuck in the sky for like 10 or 15 minutes. Really? That's so weird. And like when we looked at it through binoculars, it wasn't there. The moon just looked normal. Really? What was that? I don't know. That's crazy. Definitely a simulation glitch. Yeah. I, I, I still don't have an explanation for it or what that could have been. It literally... 
aliens. Was a glitch in the Matrix. And I don't believe that we live in a Matrix, so I don't know what that could have been. You don't believe we're in a simulation? Am I behind on the times? Do we live in a simulation? <laughs> does a dog bark when he reads? Yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> so here is um, this is this one was one of my favorite my my more favorite stories. This okay. one's called Bob's Chair from user Bob's Chair <laughs> Silent Specialist. Big mood. So um, this is a story that his dad told him. This is a story of girl. So here's the story. My dad worked the night shift in a nursing home in Australia. Hello to Katie Flowers, our Australian listener. Australia. Um, Australia's next top model. He said he has been told stories of deceased residents passing the front desk on the bottom floor and even heard babies crying on the top floor. The nursing home used to be a maternity hospital um, when now there's no maternity clinic anywhere near there. So anyways, there was a TV room on the bottom floor where some of the residents um, who were kept in bed all night for their own safety as they were, I don't know, the story is written weird, but basically there's a bottom floor with a TV room and at night it's empty because those patients are not allowed to be in the TV room because it's, yeah, it's sleepy it's time. time. It's sleepy time. So um, he moves the chairs that were near the TV to the back wall and like cleans up the room, locks the door, leaves. Anyways, he comes back an hour or so later whilst waiting for the porter, and the door was open, and one of the chairs was moved back to the TV. The door hadn't been forced, there were no windows in the room, and even if there were, the chair was too heavy to be blown back across the room. The porter arrived, and my dad asked him about the occurrence. He said, that's Bob's chair. He doesn't like it to be far away from the TV. There was no Bob at the home. There used to be. He died. Yikes. So, Bob's chair. In a situation like this, would you just be like, oh, yeah, that's Bob's chair. You leave it alone. Or would you try and do anything about it? No, I would just leave it alone. Agreed. Moving on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did I tell you the story? Okay, I've definitely told this in my, like, little paranormal thing that I had done, like, two years ago or something when I was skinny on my Mm -hmm. channel. Um, This is a story that, to this day, I'm... I want to say I'm not friends with this person anymore, but that makes it sound like we have bad blood. Like, we were just, we grew apart as adults. Um, but she was one of my, like, high school best friends. And we were in her room. It was high school. We were completely sober. I feel mm-hmm. like I need to make that distinction because I have talked about a lot about how my high school days were a little debaucherous. were a little, yeah, a little devil, devilish. Um we had just, I don't, like, we had just cleaned her room-ish, like, picked it up and stuff, because I think her mom was like, pick up your room, so we picked mm-hmm. it up. Um, but we were sitting on her bed, no fan, no windows cracked, um, we had checked, I'm going to preface this beforehand, because it'll make the story better, but none of the vents or anything had, like, air blowing through them, and even if they did, it doesn't make the story make sense, really. Um, but we were sitting on, on her bed, and we started to talk a little bit spiritual whatever the conversation was i don't remember but i do remember it feeling you know that feeling when you're kind of sinking into somebody like when you're doing a tarot reading for somebody or when we you know you start to get into like a woo space and it feels as though you're kind of uh just you're raising you and the energy yeah the energy the vibrations are different you're you're kind of really in in a flow with them and all of a sudden we were hearing this noise and it sounded like 
it almost sounded like a little mouse or like some crinkle or something like that. And we're like, what the fuck is that noise? And we're looking around, we're looking around. We're like, I don't, I don't know. All right. So we kept talking, happened again. And we're like, what the fuck is that? And we looked down on the floor in the middle of the floor. There was nothing else around it. There was a bag that was tipped over and like this tissue paper from like a gift or whatever clothing that was wrapped in it was in like this loose ball on the ground in the middle. And as we looked at it and we were like, is, is it that? What is it? We saw this ball literally be squeezed into a tight wad. And we both just like fucking froze and looked at it. Like it wasn't like it blew across the floor. This shit was becoming in a tight, compact little ball. Like how the fuck does that even happen? And I remember that she, like whenever you were in her room, if you had music on, the music would change channels. Or whenever, like her house was Back when fucking kids listen to the radio. Back when, no, like it. you have your TV on, it fucking would turn off. Her lights would flicker all the time. Her house was so fucking haunted. She told me that she knew her house was haunted. There was a man that was in that house. This is the same fucking girl that I told a story about last time. Katie. Oh, really? Yes. This fucking girl that was in this house. The same girl. This bitch is haunted. Yeah. <laughs> this bitch it is haunted. sounds like it's her. Yeah, I think it might be her. Um, and she told me, she was like, there's definitely energy in this house. There's definitely ghosts. There's definitely whatever. Um, but that was probably the most unexplainable thing that's ever happened to me that I am convinced was paranormal because Mm -hmm. after that we were like, how the fuck did that even happen? How did that even happen? Like we checked every possibility, but like, again, it's not like it blew across the floor. Like it literally was being squeezed into a tight wad while we were looking at it, while we were up on the bed and nothing else was around. It was the craziest thing that's ever happened. And we got the Nancy Drew girls in there. It was fucking ridiculous. And I was just thinking about another thing with her house. This was the house she grew up in and that I know that her mom still lives in. Um, but she... It was weird because we were sleeping and I think I was on a sleeping bag on the floor or something at one night. And she, she was like, oh, I feel really weird. I'm like, why do you feel weird? She's like, I don't know. It just feels like someone's watching us and I was like don't fucking scare me she's like I'm not like sometimes I just feel like that and I felt somebody like hold on to my legs but I was like maybe I'm just like freaking myself out because she's talking about it so maybe I'm just like placebo or like what maybe I'm just like working myself up and scaring myself and that night I had a fucking dream that this man was like sitting on the couch and watching us sleep um, and then he wasn't doing anything, but he was a very like strong presence and he had a flannel on and he had, um, like, like long kind of shaggy, maybe under the ear length hair. And he was like, almost like a fucking stereotypical lumberjack. And he was very strong, masculine. Like the guy presence. from the paper towels. That sounds like who you're describing. Paper towel. Yeah. Like the brawny or the whatever. Brawny the brawny man. 
Yeah, but he, yeah, for sure. Okay, maybe. <laughs> you <laughs> but, had a sex dream about the brawny paper towel man, you were, and you thought it was a ghost. You had sleep paralysis with the fucking <laughs> brawny guy. Um, and then I woke up and I told her, I was like, yo, I had this fucking dream. She goes, that's the ghost. Like, I don't, why do I, why am I just now remembering all of this shit? Maybe you just were like, I can't deal with this, and you had to lock it away. I, yeah, I know that I've told the story about the paper wad on my channel before, but I guess I forgot how much shit went down with this friend of mine that I had, and yeah, I mean, we also would, like, seek out, like, let's go to cemeteries and, like, fucking take scene pictures together, um, so maybe we were, like, asking for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not worried or anything, but what is our time stamp uh why are we supposed to spell the t we've got it's 55 minutes so this next story is called brothers share a supernatural experience and this one made me laugh because it made me think of my own brother this comes to us from reddit user 10 pants 85 love that <laughs> so basically he says this happened firsthand to my friend who i believe completely my friend was about six years old, and he shared a basement room with his 10-year-old brother. The staircase was visible from their bunk beds across the room. One night, he was half asleep when he heard his brother get out of bed and climb the stairs to the main floor of the house. After a couple of minutes, he heard the water gurgling down the pipes from the flush toilet, which is like a big, our old house mood, yeah, by the way. Yeah, big, north long. Above, and footsteps exiting the bathroom area. Suddenly, he heard footsteps begin running down the hall to the stairway down and then silence. By this time, he opened his eyes to look, and a few seconds later, he sees his brother in the fetal position floating down the stairs from five feet in the air, softly to the ground. So, being young, having a child's, imagina child's imagination, he just didn't think anything strange, went to sleep. The brothers never spoke of that night. Fast forward 20 years, and both brothers are at a Halloween party, and my friend is in the kitchen listening to others in the living room tell ghost stories. He hears his brother start telling his version of the story from when they were kids. He said, yeah, one night I went to the bathroom, and when I was going back to bed, I was confronted by some sort of entity, hard to describe. It scared me so bad, I started running to my room, and I tripped at the very top of the stairs. The next thing I remember was waking up on the floor of my room. Whatever it was, it caught me and placed me on the ground. When my friend heard Holy fuck. When my friend heard this, he went into the living room and they began talking about what they had each seen and they were blown away that they had each remembered that night so vividly. Whoa, cool. That oh. one's way better than Bob's chair. So, um No offense, Bob. What I liked about that story was is that Sometimes, you know, you'll be with your sibling and you'll be like, oh my God, that I, you remember that? Yeah. You know, like that happened. That yeah. was real. And then also the, that this is my luck as a ghost. I'm saying hi to someone. I'm saying hi to a child. And then I see it's about to accidentally kill itself running down the stairs. And then I have to use all my ghost energy to pick it up. And then I'm. You'll be like, oh my god, didn't your parents say you're not around the stairs? Let me what, help what you. What a wholesome ghost. Anyways, the top comment was wholesome. <laughs> i love that oh well i feel like should like next weekend should we like do some fun makeup and like do this do the thing on zoom or something like that what because okay <laughs> this is gonna be halloween like should we like we let me like fucking 
face Fix paint you. Like, yeah. do some sort of, like, scary makeup. We each do scary makeup, and then we can, like, do it on Zoom Yeah, but I want to do your makeup. No. Mm-hmm. Wait, I like doing makeup. Though. I know, but you can do mine, I'll do yours. Okay, well, then you do yours. Cause then I I'll do mine. Okay, well, <laughs> you're going to look won't. stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, spell the T. We can't leave without spelling the T. I feel like we had... It's, uh, it's, hold on, it's, hold on. Okay. Wow, that was Damn, aggressive. That it's already an hour, um, and the spell the tea was planned, and I feel like it's going to be hard Next to kind of like. We'll wait wrap for the situation up. to evolve, maybe. Yeah, I will. Let's, let's, let's. God, I feel like so hesitant. We have tea, and it will you be. You have tea, I don't have anything on okay, this. Okay, well, got no, I have some things I want to talk about. I want I want to talk about. This is like a, I have a secret, but I can't tell you it at all. No, it's definitely not that. It's just like a, a topic that like I don't think we can summarize in like three mm-hmm. minutes. So, what other tea is semi piping? So, I, yeah, and this is more wholesome tea. Oh so Are ja- you going to talk about James Feeney? I'm going to talk, talk about James fucking Feeney. <laughs> I love you, James. <laughs> so, he has a video that he made one week ago called, oh my God, oh, called Community Content and VRs. And it was, and then Lennon Smith made a VR video to that video. And yeah. basically, the point of the video. And I didn't realize I had ever felt this way, but let's say there's a topic that I'm really interested in and that I would love to talk about, uh-huh. you know, like make content about, write about it or something. Yeah. If someone else has already made something similar, yep. I lose the want. I don't need to talk about it anymore. Yeah, for And sure. basically he was just t- kind of talking about like unsolicited VRs, like is that okay, is it not, and... Like, let's say you made a video and someone made a VR to it, but you didn't ask for a VR yeah. or something. Like, like would you be okay with that? Yeah. Yeah, you absolutely. I would. You have to be. Yep. And I just thought it was interesting. Basically, it was just like talking. It, it was a fun video about ways to like reinvigorate pagan YouTube. And yeah. Get people talking about things. And because, you know, like it, this happens to anyone anywhere in any community yeah. but you know like stagnation kind of starts to occur yeah no there's one knows. yeah there's we're in a definite um we're in a definite dip drought period yeah we're in a definite drought and do we need new people maybe do we need new content maybe do we need new projects maybe i think that just there's, like the there world are, in general there are our consistent peeps like lisa papez yeah she's always um, got She's, something for me to chew on. Yeah. Um, Katie Flowers is obviously always making, you know, her booktube stuff, which I'm obsessed with watching. You know, we've got our pillars, but... That's I, just You just named just two people, but there's like a lot of people There's a there. lot of people. There's Those are the people. people that I um, have alerts on for, so they're the ones I That's see the true. most. That's true. That's true. I mean, other people are doing stuff, but... Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, I was well, interested. Check out that video, everyone. I just thought it was interesting. It I, is interesting. I feel I like... I want to see more VRs. So I... More discussion. I feel like VRs was the way to... Maybe VRs are not the way to go anymore. And I feel like it's... That was something that used to be a pillar of the community was tags and VRs and... It was so um, much more fun and wholesome. It was, but how can we get that same energy 
but give it new life, mm-hmm. you know? Um, Maybe we could rename it. <laughs> what are we going to name it? Let's somehow self-promo ourselves. Speak of... <laughs> oh my God, speak of which it. Speak of... Sp- speak of which it. I don't know. Speak of which it. <laughs> someone um, someone yeah, much no, smarter than us in, That's a work in progress there. That's a work um, in title. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll just be the fucking band-aid on the fucking community for sure. Just... And first of all, we've been holding this community up for a long time. Yeah, y'all need you to pull your weight. You're fucking welcome. Like We're the glue. Jesus. We're the fucking funny bone of the... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean... Oh my God, did you see the trailer I made for my YouTube channel? Uh, yes, I did, and I fucking love it. That's the T, bitch. Spell the T. I got a video premiering tomorrow. I died. I I want to see you. I don't want to tell you what content to make, Mm -hmm. but as, like, a viewer, like, detach myself as a friend and a fucking podcaster with you. I want to see you take topics and use your humor because you're so smart that the intellect will come out like normal like it would mm-hmm. just it will just come out like i want to see you fucking make fun of some shit like yeah. or i want to see you like i can't like you i just want i just want you to make videos like i, I just want you to make videos i've got so much potential you really but like, do where is the effort skylar literally like i just want to see you just take just take a fucking book or a deck so everyone, or a card and then everyone, just like tomorrow, talk shit about yourself. My video is premiering with my trailer tomorrow. <laughs> and I oh my think god, promo queen. Everyone should welcome. just watch it for the trailer. Because the rest of the video is like whatever. But my trailer, very proud of it. Because it's fucking hilarious it and random. so funny. That's the energy that I want from the whole channel though. I know, like, I was you thinking that. Lit- that's, what, that's what the people want. Mm-hmm. That's what they want. So I want to rebrand as that, but you know, it's, it's so much harder than you think. Like, you know what you want to do. You have a vision for yourself Mm -hmm. and then it's okay. How do I bring this to life in a way that I feel like I've made, I, I love, I'm proud of, and it makes sense to me. Right. And that's just, you know, that's the eternal struggle for everyone. It is. And it's about embracing your own unique strengths and not trying to fit into a mold of what you think it should be or that everyone else's. Mm -hmm. And that what this is, that's this whole year for me has been, and I've had ups and downs because of how much that I've been distracted by things like moving across country and then having to work from home (laughs) and then fucking having to travel all over the place, which like I'm not complaining about, but I've been Mm -hmm. gone for two months Two straight months I've been gone. I haven't been able to do readings. I haven't been able to make videos. And I've been trying to fit things in there. Like live st- like live unboxings of decks where I don't have to edit the video so I can still connect and like express myself. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm fucking home, bitch. Home. Like I'm excited to just share things that make me feel good. I don't care if they fit at all into a certain category. Like... Because it just will naturally. Because, I don't know. It's it's hard. It's hard sharing yourself and also having, like, a channel and making it kind of cohesive. Because I do feel like that's important. So, I'm excited for people what to did see you your think trailer. About, what did you think about Imogen's shoe? The best part. Like, it's the fucking climax of the intro. Like, it's so <laughs> I was so thinking incredible. of always mixing it up. and ha- if, if any viewer... Okay, viewer, whoever's listening... Everyone listening, feel free to send me a 1.5 second clip of something completely random. 
Oh my god, that's good. And uh, I, 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 no context. Just send it to me, and I'll see what I can do with it. That's a fucking bit. <laughs> Each video, you have someone send you something completely random, and then you just riff off of it and make it like either about tarot mm-hmm. or spirituality or something or whatever. And Absolutely. just fucking talk about the randomness and how it like make some random videos your tarot pole. You know what I mean? I know. Someone sends you like their butthole. Oh. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take what I can get. Speaking of, Speaking viewers, of viewers, buttholes, thank you so much for supporting the podcast. Mm-hmm. These lovely people, you out there can support the podcast too. If you are listening to this on the Anchor platform, it is right there, a nice little button on the mm-hmm. home screen. Support this podcast. If you're listening to this on another platform, there should be a link in the description box somewhere where you're listening to this. And you can support the podcast for as little as a dollar a month. A dollar, a dollar, uh, five dollars, ten dollars, I think even fifteen dollars if you really are generous and you love us and you want to support us. Um, but we want to take a second to thank Miranda O, Rebecca PK, Kate B, SG, Heather H, Lisa P, Dorothy E, Karen R, Stacy, David B, Julie C, Dominic B, Lindsay M, Phil K, Amy F, and Jesse H. Wonder who that is. Thank you so much for supporting the podcast. I'm going to say a little prayer tonight for every single supporter. And my my prayers are my prayers are very powerful people. Yeah. So if you want to get on that list, (laughs) (laughs) you can be added to my inner circle. Yeah, we really truly appreciate it. And for those of you who just are listening to this, if you could share it, that is helpful too. Um, We love seeing those of you who make you know the Instagram stories with all the gifts. Like it Mm -hmm. is actually artwork, and we're obsessed with it. Um, So yeah, thank you guys so much for listening, guys, gals, and in betweens. We hope you enjoyed this. I do want to preface though, for those of you who might be watching this on YouTube, um, this is episode eighty-one, and because I've been traveling, I haven't posted eighty yet. So if you're listening to this and you haven't listened to eighty, They probably are posted at the same time, so make sure that you go back and listen if you missed it, because last week's episode was pretty damn good. So, that's it. You got anything else to say? No, goodbye, everyone. Yeah, fucking... Hugs and kisses. Bye!